That's right. We didn't get a rose, but we're still here. I'm your host, Mike Carroza. With you, as always, is my co-host. It's your boy, Chris Mejia. And this week, we have a guest returning for the very first time since we changed the podcast, by the way. If you're here listening. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening, I'm hoping to hear about the Bachelor franchise at all. Bachelor Nation, I'm sorry to disappoint you. We're talking rom-coms now. We've made the switch. You can't come here expecting Bachelor talk, although maybe a little chance we start t- covering it again someday down the line. We'll see. I will but say, I yo, know. shout out. The fucking Golden Bachelor is shout a out. banger. Shout it, out. I also, was... what was that? Okay, our, get, our returning to the show, me and Jackson's Sorry. here, everybody. Talk. <laughs> you don't have to wait to be intro. People know you on this podcast. If, if someone's I, listening. I, listen, I'm, I was wondering, I'm like, why would you guys get out of the games? When Golden Bachelor is out, we'll see. We, we made the decision before. <laughs> yeah, we made the decision oh my before, God. and we needed to commit to it. I know, because we talked you know about what? it on you know the what? show. The Golden too. Bachelor is good because we fucking left. That's what it is. And you know what? No. Paradise is pretty good too. <laughs> Wait, what? I think yeah. Paradise is so boring. What the fuck is happening? Paradise season episode one of this season was funny. I loved the editing. Enjoy episode baby. two. Did you watch episode two? No, I just watched episode oh, one. Episode two, I was bored as fuck watching oh, okay. it. Okay, well, look, I'm not about to watch the franchise anymore. Uh, this is my vacation. My vacation. Golden is watching... Bachelor though is is a banger. Ask me if I care. No, bro, I'm telling you. No, it's no, like no, no, I'm so. Dancing. Let me have this, Chris. Ask oh. me if I care while I dance. I'm gonna tell you I don't. Okay, ask me if I care. Do you care? No, I don't give a fuck. Ah. Ah, ah. <laughs> no, it's like legit. It's so sweet and heartwarming. And like, it's only an hour. So there's like really no filler. Okay, I love that. I love that it's only an hour. What I don't it's... love is that it's so sweet. I don't come to the back. No, I no, bro. This. No, bro. No, it's like, oh my God. It's like legit. It's, it's, I'm telling you, man. I'm okay, telling you. Fine. It's, yeah. Fine. Um, I immediately, I'm like, and you know, I've been skipping several bachelors, and I was like, you have, ah, and I'm like, oh, I'm like this one, Gary, Gary with the G E R R Y is, uh, bro, I know. Listen, last thing I wanted to do was compliment a white man from Indiana, but I'm telling you, (laughs) but here we are. I'm telling you, it's so goddamn good. Also, okay. there's a woman yeah. on that show that kind of the way her mannerisms are not how she talks because she cusses does she a remind lot. you of Matt James? No, she reminds me of <laughs> a black version of my mama. So every single time she's on okay. the screen, I'm like, Mom. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, the so, lady from okay. Atlanta. Uh, yeah. Sandra. Um, wait, it, it, and, and before, what about the lady that said that Prince's song Sexy Dancer was about her? Oh, I, I like, don't like her. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, well, you guys should have yeah. led with her. I like her. What's her deal? <laughs> she just is like, I was a dancer, and she's like, let alone fact. She's like, Princess Sexy <laughs> Dancer was written about me, and I'm let like, let alone fact. fact. <laughs> that's how she was talking. I'm like, lady, and I'm like, I had to send one of my friends that's a Prince expert. She was like, I ain't never heard of this lady. Ah, like, thank you. <laughs> Lying. You got. You got a, a Prince expert ready to go, and you're like, "Oh, right. listen, you know what? Everybody wants to know anything about Michael Jackson. Clearly, I'm, you know, I'm, and my specialty is pre-allegation, Michael. But <laughs> um, I like, 
to always clarify that. Yeah, I wrote my thesis. I wrote my thesis on pre-allegation, Michael. <laughs> that's, that's where I'm most knowledgeable. But uh -huh. and but I you got somebody. Some you've got a, a a contact. You got a source for Prince too. So a Prince expert. A couple actually. Mm -hmm. A few, but okay. Um, before we get into, oh, are we doing it, Chris? You doing it? I was gonna say before we get into it, uh, Mia, we are now just like how we ask every guest, "What is your relationship with the Bachelor franchise?" If they're a first-time guest, since we're doing rom-coms now, we are asking <sighs> since you picked the movie Brown Sugar, um, mm -hmm. what is your relation with this movie? Yeah. Oh, where do I start, really? I mean, do I go back? Oh, my God. This is for everybody that's listening to be prepared for this, the, like I said, the slander that you all are prepared. Because <laughs> I know, I, I already know it's going to be from well, yeah, you... I don't, I don't want us <laughs> to end our friendship over. This, oh, we couldn't but, possibly. No. But my, no, my relationship to this movie. So, one, um, <clears throat> Brown Sugar comes pretty much on the tail end of a, I don't know if renaissance is the right word, but there was a time period in the late 90s through the early 2000s where there were a lot of black rom-coms that came out. And actually a lot mm -hmm. of the same cast were in several of those movies. So like The Best Man, The Wood, mm -hmm. Love and Basketball, and and then and Brown Sugar. And you know what? I thought the movie was like, when it first came out, I was just like, oh, this is, it's cute. Like, this is a cute movie. And actually, upon the rewatch, you know, yesterday, I was like, oh, that's why I like this movie. Like, it was very uh, a comfort food-esque type of, of feeling 100%. to it. yeah. Because it's going to hit, it's going to hit all the beats that you want. But I, I also, the thing that I always really liked about it, I mean, I love that there was the layer of, you know, the hip-hop thing and then mm -hmm. using hip-hop to describe their, their, um, their love, but actually, this movie, um, it came out around the time I started dabbling in stand up. So, the oh. song that most deaf, uh, formerly most deaf, Yasin Bey, um, the song that he does in the movie as Cavi Cav, Cav um, uh -huh. that, yeah, the, the song uh, Brown Sugar, which Brown Sugar parentheses fine, because there were several brown sugars. But this one was not released. Um, and the track actually was um it was actually produced by, well, someone who's a bit problematic. But um post allegation oh, okay. No, it was Kanye. Yeah, but um oh. but the song it uses a sample um from this other song called The Invitation, uh by Norman Connors. Mm -hmm. And it's a song, um, but but Brown Sugar Fine, that one, like, you can really only, you can only find it on YouTube, not on Spotify or anything else. But I always loved the song because it made me feel like these lyrics kind of apply to what I'm getting ready to, like, what I'm hoping happens with stand-up, you know, where, it, like, it starts off, um, you know, he says, I know it's feeling like everything you want, don't it? But you've been waiting your whole life for one moment. Mm. But baby, here is you better step to it i know you ready right so baby let's do it you know and then i'm like oh so i just always love that song and even now like i will song still holds up i'll, I'll play it sometimes when i'm like wanting to feel like hype before a show or kind of feeling like i'm trying to like i'm like am i doing 
the right thing with this this career. But um, <laughs> another thing about the movie that I also um, was kind of at the time I remember being um, um, like I don't say tickled by, but honestly, my my current relationship, mm-hmm. um, you know, it was um, it's with someone who I went to high school with, and we didn't date until later on but around mm-hmm. the time that movie came out and he gonna swear he don't remember this shit but um <laughs> around, the time, around the time the movie came out he actually was like oh i like you and i think that we should we should try to date and i was just like no you're my friend you know it's so a watching movie, watching a movie made me be like did i make a mistake you know so that's okay. kind of you know so that's that, so that's that's why it always was kind of near and dear I mean, to me, and like I said, on the tail end of all those movies. No wonder you love this movie. So that well, that's really cute. That adds a nice little cute layer. Yeah, there's Aww. a lot of sentimental reason that you mm. love this movie that I texted Mike and described <laughs> as a real auntie ass movie. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Iron. Blue. <laughs> Go on, I'm ready to hear what what is your what is your the editing was so weird in this movie. The editing was was fucking bro. The editing was so goddamn weird in this movie. I was it took me out so many times in this movie because you because you watched it in Canada and you watched it near Canada. Don't hit me with this. Don't hit me with this. You know what I watched when I was I used to watch a lot of this shit when I was a kid. There's nothing. I was uh uh no uh. I watch no uh. I don't no. want to. Yeah, it's because you're it's your faulty Wi-Fi. But fine, go My on. My faulty the Wi-Fi. Go mm-hmm. on. I'm. I'm gonna. Like I said, I'm. I'm. There was I'm that moment where this, ready to fight. Go on. Did it happen for you guys too? Where there was that moment in the editing where uh, Tay Tay Diggs is laughing, and and it just like at the party at this at the party he's just laughing at something that Sid says, and there's this just crazy jump cut where people just no that wasn't yeah. part of your yeah no I that's no. when I really started to notice no because I thought there no. was something wrong with my internet and then I realized no that's how they edited it this movie. yeah yeah uh, I saw something, I was, something I was, was watch, wrong I was watching it with Elliot and right in the very beginning of the movie <sighs> when they're at the party and you see famous former wrestler slash adult star china and randomly at the party in the background ellie could not let go of that i mean that makes sense really china was in the i don't even know that all right china china was in uh a former wrestler china with a y uh was in the movie i'm I'm familiar Uh uh-huh chris get his ass chris chris we are already not doing great today as, <laughs> as we're all we're already Second not in podcast the best place of the day Chris. for you too yeah please please let everybody know that i am i am holding on to a grudge from earlier today um i, I did nothing more, wrong some, i did nothing i have wrong. some I residual just... okay i gotta let me okay I, i'm gonna go say on. this I'm, I'm ready i'm ready B- I'm listening. besides besides the editing besides the editing all right Fine. Look, okay, there's a bunch of stuff to hate. Look, there's a bunch of stuff to not appreciate. Okay, I'm going to be very delicate here because of how much you love this movie. There's a lot of stuff about this movie that took me way out that I was just like, what's happening here? 
Um, but the one that that got me at the beginning is, and I hate whenever this happens. It's a movie about hip hop. They start the movie interviewing a bunch of people like Method Man, Talib Kweli, Common, a bunch of rappers. Which was my and, favorite part of the movie. Okay, that's not right. You can't be doing that. That's that's barely the movie at that point. You're like the no, interview. I don't even mean that as a diss of the movie. Right off the bat, you have all of these hip hop legends who are talking about their love for hip hop and what made them. I did love that thing. enter like enter the world of hip hop and want to rap themselves like yeah. that. To me, I it. I, it, it didn't like matter how the rest of the movie went. I will say that made me think it was going to incorporate that more. Agreed. Oh yeah, but I, I feel like after back. that, hip hop took. It went from being a forefront theme of the movie to being such a background right. of it. I, the thing it was that the bothered... metaphor for their love, but go on. So the part of that that bugs me is that while, yes, Yassine Bey from FKA Most Def was in the movie as an up-and-comer, and that was the part he was playing, how are you going to have Queen Latifah just play Francine? Just like a buddy. This is Queen right, Latifah we're talking about. Queen uh, Latifah. But, at the time. But, you but, can't but, tell me shit. Queen Latifah was still out here. This is what? 2002? Was she rapping? Was she rapping then? No. That was around the time she was doing. She was singing. She's on a jazz album. Yeah. She's more in her time? acting bag. You know what? I don't know. I didn't fact check it. I'm just arguing with you right now. No, the jazz album so, was after this. The, I think the 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 jazz album was the one out. of her her uh, her find real out. name on there. Her, yeah, no, Ain't no. The jazz list. album. The jazz album was after this movie. The jazz album was 2004. This movie is 2002, and then yeah. order in the court came go. out. Order in the court came out in '98. So she was still like she was still out there four but years she, later. Yes. OK, that's fair. That's fair. But I will say she was acting no. way before then. She was acting way before then. Yeah. And that's all fine and good. But living single. But right. Yeah. She's look, she's got look, she's been working. But you're telling me you're going to have this hip hop movie and not even like nod to Queen Latifah being a rap like, a you know, but I what get is, what you're what saying. That was her choice. That bothered me. I not even what like a little joke, choice? like a little joke being like, do you want to rap on this? Like, oh, what do you think of this beat? Do you want to say something? She's like, you know, I don't rap, you know, something like that. That'd be like a fun little joke for the audience. But she was in her rom-com bag around that same time. Remember, she did the movie Just Right with Common. My God. Yeah. <laughs> Come do you on. Remember, I don't you know. Movies quite delightful is uh what's that movie where she she thinks she has a tumor and she goes on a holiday? The holiday. one in it called Last Holiday. Last Holiday, that's the one with um LL. Was it LL? It must have been. Was it LL? Well, well, well let, me, let me ask you a question, Mikey. Were you, you upset Google. that they didn't rap in that movie? Were you no, because this was far. This Queen, was far after Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah didn't rap in a movie rapping. about a tumor. I'm okay. You know what? She should have followed LL's footsteps and done a, a Technically, rap about it was a rare tumor. brain condition. I'm okay. Looking at it now. All right. Okay. She decides All to spend right. her remaining funds on a luxury holiday in Europe before she dies. The movie also stars LL Cool J, uh, Timothy Hutton, uh, Alicia Witt. Uh, Look, I'm 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 gonna say, once she hit Scary Movie three, I was like, okay, she's just not going back to rap. I that's how I'm feeling. Once she started doing starring stuff, because Scary Movie three, 
came out. Did it come out before that movie she did with Steve Martin? Because I, I want same year. Okay, I want to bring down the house. Yeah. I, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And then she All was right. in taxi. A, you know what? Look, she was rapping before the movie, and I was surprised that they didn't have a nod to it, and that bothered me a little bit. You know I'm what? not gonna lie to you. You know what? My, let me let me step back from being I'm being real aggressive right now. You, you could probably tell through my body language through the camera. <laughs> You're you're um, coming through the screen. I'm I'm, I'm, ba- I'm, ba- I'm I'm calming down. No, no, uh-huh. you know what? That's a that's a fair point. Uh-huh. Still, I will. That's the only one I will concede to thus far. Go on. That that took me out of it a little, and then I loved. Okay, <sighs> I did love her going. I start every interview the same way. When did you fall in love with hip hop? I thought that was a sweet through line. I thought that was a like a cool little hook for her to be a writer. But I also thought. Shit's cutthroat. There's no way that somebody didn't pick up on that and start using that shit. There's yeah. no way. Oh, like in uh, like in off screen, you're just saying like in yeah. real life, like no, didn't... not not in real life. Well, or... sure, in real life, but also like in the movie, but like some other in writer the movie. Yeah, she's writing a column for her whatever, and then she gets to, you know, now she's the XXL uh, editor in chief or whatever, and <laughs> and ends up like if somebody else is like, why did you fall in love with hip hop or like. She's super Not respected in that world. Nobody's going with that leading question that she starts with all the time or tries to ape that. Mm-mm. No, because that's not what this movie is about. It's a rom com, and okay. that's the light. It's that's not. the thing. We don't. We don't we're not because because well, I actually went back and read a review because I was like, let me make sure I'm remembering certain things, and like they were like, you know, this is a. This is a movie where it's like, you know, in this New York, there's no, you know, it's not, you know, it's not filthy. It's not, you know, all no. these, it's just the, it's just this light, light story. It's you know, so but... light that even the confrontation at the end when they find Dre's wife at a restaurant with, what's his face, yeah. something Lawson. We're Richard, a, Richard Lawson. Richard Lawson. Yes. He said it all like that. <laughs> oh, Richard yeah. Lawson. Um, <laughs> Even that was like, oh <coughs> shit, this isn't escalating. This is just like, yeah, this is the most gentle yeah. confrontation I've ever seen. And yeah, so it and, goes and, back know, to what you were saying of it being comforting. Like it's like, yeah, oh, because you you know how it's gonna end. You know they're gonna get together, and that's what that's what I want. Like that's why I'm watching because I'm like, they're gonna get their chemistry is great, uh-huh. you know. And for me, it's just like. Oh, you know what? You know we don't, we don't, we don't have to make this hard. He, why, uh-huh. why, why would he? Here's my other. Mm. How about maybe that scene? Uh-huh. Maybe, maybe he went. You know what? There's no need for me to even cause a scene because I already know this is not my end game. So why? I'm just gonna let her know that I know that she's in here with Richard Lawson because I'm getting with my lady. No, huh? but he was ordering champagne. He was making a scene. The movie wasn't treating it like a scene. You're <clears> telling <throat> me that restaurant, people aren't going to be uptight looking at that table making a fuss. You're telling me that that's not going to happen. We didn't get a cut to any extras looking upset. You're telling me? This, well, you you know why? Because no, I won't say it because I don't need to get um. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll I don't know what... no. Okay. We're gonna, we're gonna play Ow. a little bit of a Ow. and we're done. <laughs> I need um, to not have a sound. No, but, but 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 that's the thing. I think it's so because it's very much like you know, like I said, it's 
You know what this movie is? Um, it's hot chili on a cold I winter. Swear, I thought you were gonna say brown day. sugar. I thought you were gonna say, you know what this I movie was is? Not going, I was not going. No, but like, like I said, it's the thing where it's like, to me, that movie is like you, you know what you're, you know what you're gonna get. You know 100%. what I mean? You know what you're, you know what you're getting into. And so I'm like, some of those things I can forgive. In a movie like this, when my end goal, you know, and like I said, I, it, you know, is is them, you know, but also, you know, I but I did like the fact that it's like, oh, we do have this little <clears throat> messy thing. We have this messy thing where they kiss the night before he gets right. married. You know, mm-hmm. her top falls down. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, while well, her her well, it looked. I thought it was a towel. Was she just coming out of the shower? It looked like a fucking mm-hmm. towel. Mm-mm, she oh, had on like a, it's like a it was like a wrap of a oh yeah. my god you too I cannot you know, I don't know the material a, looked like it might have been cloth you know yes no it was it was it was a very trendy editor of a magazine top okay editor of a magazine top that yes that's that was just was. about to whoopsie off onto the floor um, uh, I mean uh, mm-hmm. now here's right, no. here's the thing there's a so. <laughs> I just felt like Sydney was a little flat the whole way through. Like she was just like over here the most of the time. Just like too cool for a lot of it. And even when she's like telling Dre, like, you know, you need to stop. It's like, you need to stop. It's it's not like the te- you're not me- you're not meeting the tension where it is. You know what I mean? It just felt like she was too cool for the movie. No, I, I felt like it was the right amount of cool. Like okay. I said, I'm arguing with you about everything. You're literally um, okay. What? Hey, uh, <laughs> no, no, no. You know, no. Because I'm trying to find irrefutable you, stuff. Hey, I, I, hey, Jermaine Dupri deserved to be in this movie. You know what I mean? Listen, there. Okay. <laughs> I'm looking again. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh-huh. There's a lot. Of, I'm trying to just give some extra context to all of these things. Which there, is there was a, this is a 20 year old movie. This is a 20 it's a 20 it's a 20 year old movie, and you both are even. children. Okay, <laughs> you both are you both are babies. And, I hadn't yet graduated uh, from elementary school when this movie was out. Uh, came out. Uh, I was a full. I was you know I'm not. I mean it does. I was in elementary school very still. well. Mm-hmm. That's why you guys are <laughs> missing a lot of important information. You are you are missing a lot of context. Uh-huh. You are missing a lot of part of the cultural conversation at the time. Uh-huh. <sighs> okay. Okay. I, didn't, um, let, 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 I want everybody that's listening in to, to know that I went <sighs> no yeah, um, a little scratch right. on the <laughs> No, so no, but, but but no, to me it was just kind of a I mean, it's. I think it's part of a of, a, of the rom com trope too. You know, where it's mm-hmm. just that those things that she was doing. You know, as far as like, oh, I'm this. You know, I love hip hop. I'm this. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm the. I'm an editor. And mm-hmm. then on top of that, this is a black woman who uh-huh. is an editor in a very traditional male space. Oh yeah. So, I think that a lot of it too was just like, hey, you know, I. You know, because a lot of movies will will treat you know women, and specifically they'll treat you know black women in this way. It's like you know, 
high powered, blah, 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 this kind of thing. So I think it was just kind of going along the lines with the movies again that were out at the time where it was a lot of career, you know, it's basically for people in my age range when that movie came out, like seeing all of that was like, oh, this is reflected in people that I know. Like this is reflected Mm -hmm. in like, Mm -hmm. oh, we're actually seeing, you know, I mean, I hate to be like, but but this is what it is, but it's like, oh, it's representation. Like I'm seeing, like, let me pause for a second. Like, um, Like in the movie Boomerang, which came out in 92, probably before you both were born. But um, but in that movie, you know, the you know, Eddie Murphy's character was a marketing executive. And I remember like a high school classmate, a college classmate, somebody. But they were like, that's why they got into marketing, because they saw oh. it in that movie. So it was very important to them to go, oh, I didn't know that. I know I could do that thing. And so I don't know if like from a you know, from the standpoint of how they wanted to make her portrayal in a movie to be like, hey, here's this, here's this this black woman who is, again, she's an editor of a magazine, it's a hip hop magazine. Mm-hmm. This is a very, you know, like I said, again, traditional, um, you know, male dominated space. And we are showing her just kind of being very career focused, career focused. So, you know, and then again, just as far as tropes go, a lot of times, you know, the way that black women are presented in movies, you know, you you know, it's all it's the what is it? It's the the sapphire, um, the mammy, um, all these different things. Um, what is it? The Jezebel, and it's like mm-hmm. this is a person who's not any of those things. You know, she's just she's just a a woman that's like, hey, I got the high power career thing going on, but yeah, maybe that's the portrayal that they wanted to say, like, mm-hmm. yeah, she's not gonna push extra hard because she's like, I got to push extra hard in this other part of my life all the time. So I'm not going to do that in the relationships that I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Look at you. I saw the light turn on in your head when you came up with that point. <laughs> <laughs> I saw you wrap it up and pull it together. <laughs> Listen, so- I said I was, I said I was coming on here to fight. I know. Today. And you're, no. Hey, no, 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 no. I'll but say, you, but you're okay. also making me, you know, I mean, I'll say, okay, I appreciate the thing about Sydney's character is a hundred percent we see where her passion lies. We see her as this hyper like even the vibrator jokes, right? She's like, men ain't shit, and I and I'm not ready, I don't have time for this, you know, whatever. And then the only guy that gets gets her to not uh say that she doesn't have time is this basketball player for the nets like that's the caliber that she's like okay maybe i make an exception here and you know all that kind of stuff but i think what i also really like about sydney is that she's exactly like she's making fun of dre she's making fun of the guys that she's with and these guys are like that's what i want and i like that i thought that was fun i thought her being like i'm gonna be very honest with you i'm gonna clown you and see if you can take it and that's just what it's going to be. And that feels like, oh, I've been there. I've seen that happen. Oh, that's fun. I thought that was really sweet. Precious. Yeah. I do want to say, I do want to say, yes, because we were talking about re- the representation that movies like this provide. Mm-hmm. Uh, this movie actually does give in one layer a false representation because Ooh. this movie shows Tay Diggs character cheating <laughs> on his fiance by, you know, hooking up with Sydney. <laughs> And as we all know, black men don't cheat. 
<laughs> oh my fresh Chris, log off. Like you are Chris. You you've got you've got to log off. You <laughs> you I I knew by the way that your face was twitching that uh-huh. it was about to be some bullshit. Like I already knew it. I was like, he gonna say something. You was that trying is to not... set it up. Yeah. Oh, I was oh I was like, I, I wasn't even, I was not about to fall. I knew it was nonsense. Uh-huh. I knew it. I didn't I, I didn't it. think it was nonsense right away because sometimes Chris is capable of like a genuine moment. You know what I mean? Like he can do that. But sometimes But let's remember I'm coming off this is my second podcast. That's right. With you've him you've today, had your time with him. Where where Chris was out of control. So uh-huh. I'm <clears throat> I may or may not have said the phrase <laughs> pop my pussy oh, a few times. Uh-huh. How many is a few times? 30,000. That's a lot of times, Chris. Is it 30,000 times? Mm-hmm. So, so, so he's, he's already in the gear to be just to take it even higher. So I knew, I knew nonsense was a girl. Like, I thought you were about to be like, Hey, everybody knows he wouldn't, he wouldn't cheat on a, a beautiful blah blah blah, but it's like uh-huh. I, that's what I thought. But no, that's not. I thought you. I thought you were gonna be like the, talking about the actresses, but no, that's not. That's not what Mm-mm. you did. You, you. I will say of yourself. Nicole Parker is an actress that whenever I see her, I'm always like, "What do I know her from?" Yeah. Every so time. I was, I was just about to pivot. A lot of the people in this movie are people who, it's. You could play the game six degrees of Tyler Perry with this, the cast of this movie, because it's like either you were in a Tyler Perry movie or you look like someone who was in a Tyler Perry movie. And then randomly, Wendell P- Pierce it was in Wendell this movie, Pierce. which I wasn't yeah. expecting. Yeah. I love Wendell Pierce. And then Boris, who Boris to me has always kind of been like a light skinned Morris chestnut, like in, in my head. <laughs> Look, I am I wrong? I mean, I, I keep you know what? His name is Boris. <laughs> yeah, he's um, he's what German, Austrian. Is yeah. he really? Or something? Yeah, he um. I know. I yeah, know he's he biracial. Nicole... Oh, he's from yeah. Austria. He was born in Austria. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and he um, um he, he did not Nicole speak Parker English apparently. When he... for years, yeah, they on the they I think. They did um the TV show Soul Food together. Yes. Yeah. And um, yeah. They um but I once I once saw him in a um like like he was at the W in or what was then the W in Atlanta and like he was so like just such a good looking dude, like just like to see him in person. Like um. I, I just remember walking by and being like uh-huh. <laughs> I was like my and I don't usually like like I usually will see people just like okay, but I was like, who's that beautiful man that just yeah. walked up? Like, oh my god, like he was yeah, he's beautiful. Yeah. So see, I mean that's that, tracks. The, uh, that that's how I feel about <laughs> like there's actors who actors and actresses who you're like, okay, yeah, obviously you're an attractive person on screen, but I feel uh-huh. like you're they're one of those where it's like, oh, if I saw you in person. Mm. It like I think Tay Diggs is one of those where it's not that he looks ugly on screen, like uh, he looks handsome, but I feel yeah. like he's one of those dudes yeah. that when you see him in person, you're like, oh, you're like handsome, handsome. Yeah, I, like I he... feel like if I ever saw Shamar Moore in person, my brain might explode. <laughs> I know he's not part of this conversation, but 
you but know, he was in a Tyler Perry movie. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, he was also on Criminal Minds Forever, and that's where I was like, who is this man? Oh, and how does he look yeah. Like that. Moore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he's yeah. one. Derek or who's, who's the light skin dude with the eyes? He was in Bro, Barbershop. Be way more specific. <laughs> Oh, uh, Michael Ely. Michael, see, okay, oh, see, shit. see, Michael, Michael yeah, see, <laughs> <laughs> that actually wasn't as bad as a clue as he thought. <laughs> no, you know what? I pictured him too, and I just didn't have the name. But yeah, oh yeah, oh shit. Yeah, there's a lot of handsome men out there. <laughs> yeah, Michael. Ely oh is, man, um, yeah. This look okay. So this movie, I'm not gonna lie to you. It was there were so many like slow mo cuts that were like wild and weird, <laughs> uh, and there were like very uh, here. Okay, here we go. The movie's got these moments where it's like it's trying to be as real as it can be and be grounded, right? You have a moment where, like you know, this this heat between Dre and Sid, you know, obviously like. <clears throat> It's going to happen between them. It's very clear. It happens. And then you get their New York apartment. And you're like, how much how much is she making, by the right, way? Right. Because, yeah. like, Reese is pulling down that apartment. But it's also, like, the way they talk isn't so, like, okay. So, like, the scene where Reese is boxing with Sid, the way that she's mm-hmm. talking about, like, he lets you in in a way that he doesn't let me in. And he's got this mm-hmm. record label thing, and she goes, "It's not just a thing to him. Like that's just like good advice. That's like really like that's just like a very good way to have a conversation." But then there's also a moment where Boris, uh, Kelby, Kelby goes in for a kiss <laughs> and goes, "How is that shot?" And she goes, "Nothing but net." You're telling me that this is the woman responsible for XXL's editing? I'm not about no. I'm you know that's not worth your salary. She was done. She was done she was working. Done she, by that point. Okay. No, so she was like, she was like, I'm, I'm realizing I'm not gonna marry this dude, so I can just say anything to him. <laughs> this was at the beginning. This was at the beginning. This was on their first date. Yeah, they were but walking. you know, that's yeah. the, the whole relationship Ooh. with the ball player. I never believed because you could just tell that. No, we know, we know. It's well, here, but here's the I, thing. Here, well, no, I'll say this. By that, uh-huh. I mean, I didn't even believe Dre's relationship with Reese of like, it just seemed so obvious of like, y'all are only with these people because you're not with the right person. Yes, that's yeah. what I love. Like, I it never it felt like sense. Dre was actually ever in love with Reese. It just felt like, hey, I've been dating this person, so I guess I'm going to propose to them now. Like, right. it never felt like we were actually seeing Dre in love with this woman. And then he right. just happened to realize his feelings for Sydney. Like, it was right. so clear of, like... One of my notes mm-hmm. is literally, what does Reese see in in Dre? Shouldn't we see a little bit of that? Like they have that scene where they're like a montage or kissing on each other before work, but that's the one time we see it. We yeah. like can we're I, introduced. Can I oh yeah, please, please. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, I, I just okay. had some. I had no go. I'm, I mean, I'm all we see of them is again, literally we see them at that pool party with nobody in the pool. By the way, Andrina wanted to point out always pool parties with no one in the pool at the beginning Less of the movie. Bit, you know why? You know why? It's black people. Yeah, yeah, Mike. I was about to. 
Look, I'm white. She's Japanese. Like I, you know, we didn't think that way. Okay. Tell them, tell them we not, we not getting in the pool. Okay. Yeah, you didn't want to know how I know because I didn't even notice. China. I didn't even notice no one was in the pool because I was like, why would you be in the pool? Right. Yeah. There's yeah. a pool. Eh, pools are nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Whatever. But okay. Not, not, fine. When, not, not, when, not when we had a hip hop party. <laughs> not not if somebody just got a new sew in. Why do I feel like pool. this is the moment Kix is going to text me about? Why do I feel like that's what's going <laughs> on? <laughs> anyway, uh, so they're at the the party, and all we see of them is him introducing Reese to Sid, and we see Reese. And Dre walk off and just the most unceremonious. He pulls the ring out, doesn't even get on a knee, kind of just shows it to her. And she's like, uh, yeah, let's get married. Like, we don't yeah, see that any was, of the romance. That was very oh, wild. Weird. And it was so obvious they were meant to be when they were doing the bachelorette, not the bachelorette, the bridal shower. The bachelor, yeah, yeah. And she yeah. knew all of the answers about Dre. And yeah. shit. Which, yeah. why is she answering? Excuse me. I get it. There's these these bridal shower things. You let the bride answer the questions. This right. isn't how it yeah, goes. Yeah. So, yeah. And 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 I'll and I will also say this. Yeah, like I now to your point, Chris, I always I have always, even the first time I watched it, I always I did I always never really bought the the basketball mm-hmm. relationship. I was like, ah, right. he's just he's just here until we get to end yeah, game. Right. That's it. I you thought know, we were gonna find out I, he was gonna cheat on her when he's away. You know, that's what I thought. <clears throat> no, no, I knew he wasn't gonna be around long. No, right. but I, I will say, um, there is a look. I know I'm getting, I'm doing a lot for a movie that is a rom com. I understand that. I'm hey, doing that's a what lot. the podcast is. Um, I'm doing the most. That's the whole point. But, but like, I can, I can see actually the, um, the whole thing about. Dre and just being like, oh well, I've reached a certain point in my life, so I need to just get married. You know what I mean? Like, and and, and the thing is, like, mm-hmm. I I knew people like oh, yeah. once we, I knew people once we get, were like, I had friends that would be like, oh, I've already told this one person, like, if we don't meet anybody by this age, then we got yeah. to do this thing. And 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 it's a lot of people that like I went to school with, we all you know came out yeah. of um you know college around the same time, and there were people that were by. 29 30 that were like oh no i gotta be i gotta marry oh like, yeah i gotta get married you know Sid's, yeah and that's, 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 that that's, that's this I, movie she says yeah, we're almost it, 30 uh, we can't be doing this yeah and so it does so i, I i've no, yeah and i've known people like in real life that straight up was like oh well, yeah i thought i had i should have been married by by 29 you know by 30 so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Mia Jackson, we're gonna cut. We're gonna oh. kill that cough. Here we go. <laughs> we killed right. that cough. A, Chris, listen, I don't need any of your <laughs> slander. No, listen, Get I wasn't laughing. I covered my mouth because I was praying for you because I was worried. Chris, you are full <laughs> of slander. Um, <laughs> slander. Now, <laughs> <clears throat> yes, but you're, let me get water. Uh, it's <laughs> raining down here, please. It's uh, raining, but it wouldn't. But like, no, there, there, no, there were there were lots of things about the movie that I always like, always thought yeah, that made me laugh. Like, 
Yeah. In a, yeah, because I'm like, all right, Dre, you get in a cab and it's uh-huh. the rapper. Dre, oh. He just happens to be, <clears throat> you know. For the first little yeah, bit, like, I okay. thought his rap name was Cabby. Not Cavy. No, no, no. Cabby. It's Cavy. Yeah, Cavy Cav. I, I, yeah. It took me a sec because he was in the cab. <laughs> in the cab and I was like, oh, I must, I must not have heard it right the first time. It must be Cabby because he's a Cabby. Oh, well, that's a cute little no. name for most deaf. Oh, he's, he's, they're, they're being fun with it. Oh, shit. You yeah. know what I want to talk about? Hmm. Ren and Tan. <laughs> I knew, I knew that was coming. They, that's the most ridiculous thing, you know, but, um, oh, God. Yeah. Those are the, the Dalmatians of comedy. Dalmatians. Yes. You mean to tell me you have access to all of this hip hop talent? And first and foremost, first and foremost, what was going on post 9 11, which I have a 9 11 thing I do want to bring up. Uh, What was (laughs) happening post 9 11 where a big record company, and I understand that the whole point Uh. with the conversation with Cavi. And Dre of like, yo, your label is putting out shit. Like, I understand that and this tied to that. Mm-hmm. But I refuse to believe that a big successful record label was going to put out the hip hop Dalmatians. Yeah, dude. But, but what did he say? He was like, I'm trying to make money. Yeah. <clears throat> I bet we could look at. We, I bet we could look at Def Jam's lineup from back in the day and find exactly who this is supposed to be about. Because, like, there is no way that this wasn't, like, a little bit of a jab at somebody. Because mm-hmm. you, you had to. Like, it's... Thing is, my, uh, back then, who could it have been? Like, a duo. Young Let's Guns see. was too late. You got State Property, Montel Jordan... No, it wouldn't have been R. any of Kelly, them. Ashanti, Cameron, Nori, Scarface, LL Cool J, no. Ludacris presents Disturbing the Peace. That wouldn't be it. Oh, w. maybe it was. Maybe it was um Doughboys though. When uh, what do they call? Oh fuck! Now I'm now I'm blanking. Ludacris and Disturbing the Peace. They had <laughs> two chains when he was Titty Boy. Uh, oh, I remember. <laughs> yeah, it, what did they I remember the Titty the Boy boys. days. It was <sighs> Player's Circle. <laughs> Player's Circle was Dollar Boy and Titty Boy. Um, okay, so maybe that's what it was. I don't think it was though. That's got to be that. That'd be too specific. And they don't do anything like they do at all. Either way, um, I just thought that was like. The writers just have the writers just having a fun time with it, being like, "What's the dumbest kind of music that we could pitch that might be believable?" Is like, yeah, I mean, black and white everything. Eminem paved yeah. the way. Wendell Pierce says, "Now we got black and white yeah. rappers in a duo, and they're gonna do that girl is mine, but we're gonna say that hoe is mine, and that like, hoe is mine." The scene where That's... Dre and Cavi are in the hot ninety seven lobby and that <clears> comes <throat> on, I did laugh. <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like looks like yeah. he's defeated. He look. He's sunk into that couch, just looking so yeah. sad. Yeah. 
yeah, like I said, it's a it's the movie is you know I mean I I appreciate that what they were trying to say about the yeah. commercialization of hip hop, um you know and and mm-hmm. you know just that's I think that's what that part was supposed to supposed to represent but um but yeah like it's like there were certain things where I was just like all oh, right yeah. now you know oh, yeah. you know but again overall I I, I like I said I've always just was very um you know just always was like oh this is I know who's going to end up together and oh, that's just from the that's what I want yeah. and that's that's and I want I want to I want to take this journey I want I'm, the I'm saying, I want everybody to I want the feeling I want yeah. I want to be like it worked this is out what I was, Yeah this is what I was looking for I have <sighs> some more things to point out that upset me Go on I'm ready at, I'm the, ready At I, the end I'm now in a place to listen Perfect Go on at the end, Dre gets the Hot 97 while Sid is on the radio. That always and bothered he's me. he's talking on his cell phone. And you can hear the radio in the yeah. lobby. And you're telling yes. me there's no feedback? You shut the fuck up. There's no feedback? <laughs> there's no feedback on yeah. the radio? What's yeah. the number one thing they tell you when you're calling into a radio show? Turn down all your radios. Because yeah. we can hear it. And it's yeah. going to back loop. And I that that took me right out. I was like, this should be a disaster right now. This shouldn't be working. I, I was always upset that he was the first person to get through. Oh, like, I'm yeah. like, really? That's also like, come fucking on. Funny. That that always made me be like, like, come, mm-hmm. like, I I tried to win radio contests before. Oh yeah, I I never I never got through. Never. Oh shit! I didn't oh, even think about that. New York, no less. I was so distracted See? by the fact that he just waltzes into. Uh, a radio station that and previously... Cavi snatches the sign-in sheet. He's just like, <laughs> yeah, and no one stops him. No one does anything. Like everyone, nobody already... follows and him. Then, and then he daps someone up when passing. Oh, it's right through this way. <laughs> like as if, like, hold on. If you were really that cool with the station, why did you have to wait so goddamn long to yeah. hand over a demo that you barely even got the person to sit and listen? Too. like they were uh, just like hey thanks for coming you can leave now yeah and it's just that that whole final scene and they was almost like, didn't play his song either after kind of promising too oh yeah it, which they did anyway look so that took me Go out down what, I, I, I'm, I'm on a roll i'm on a roll now uh the <laughs> hotel room he gets after he he splits from his wife <laughs> is colossal and you're like bro you don't have money and you're out here spending it. I don't know yeah, how much that was night. wild. There's no way. You're hey, but you know what? Money. Listen, listen, when you have a broken heart, you okay. got a broken heart, but your bank isn't bro- like, what are you doing? You're what not is breaking money? your bank. What is money? What do you but mean, just what is human- money? He started a label with the listen, money. He got the cheated on. He needed with. a win. He needed he, a win. He got a win. I, I was just, I laughed at how it was decorated. I was like, where is this? Yeah, that was raggedy. It's so dumb looking. I was like, set deck did not do a great like, job that day. Yeah, I'm like, I would get put in this on the road at some club that said they didn't want to put me up, and mm-hmm. then I would get bad bugs. You know, like that's uh, that's what that hotel oh, yeah. looked like to me. It did have yeah. that feeling. I also I have yeah. more. Here we go. Okay. Um, I really liked. Okay, th- I this is something I liked. <laughs> I like the scene where <laughs> Kelby and Reese are talking. 
about how do you how do you deal with them being so close? And she's like, well, I I I don't like it. How you tell me? Like you figure if you figure it out, you yeah. get in the loop. And that just I really I thought that was kind of sweet, but I also thought that that was seeding them cheating with each other. I thought that was um, coming. Yeah, I was like, they're in the background cute? real close. Uh huh. Wouldn't that be? I was like, wouldn't that be a cute little twist to the movie? Yeah. Oh, and and the people who know the actors are like they're actually dating. Right, right. I'm like, that would yeah. be adorable. I, I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. that would have been fun. Yeah, Chris, it would have been fun. Okay? I thought it would have been fun. I well, think actually, speaking I... of fun, a fun okay. fact about yeah. this movie is <clears throat> original. So the part of Kelby Dawson, which was played uh-huh. by Boris, who we've already talked about and established, hmm. initially. Someone who auditioned for the role, but clearly I know. didn't get it, was none other than beloved <gasps> star Idris <gasps> Elba. Yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was. I thought you were going to say Kobe Bryant. Um, my bad. <laughs> I was like, I was like, <gasps> oh, oh, could it be Kobe? Oh. Not Kel. That's why they named him Kelby. <laughs> and can I? And can I also? This is another thing I enjoyed about the movie. Like. I, I, I really love the soundtrack. I always thought the soundtrack and the way they scored the movie, I yeah. thought was um, I always enjoyed that. Um, and and the song "Love of My Life," Common and Erica Badu that won mm-hmm. a Grammy. Mm-hmm. So let's just let's just add how this is an award-winning movie that you both wow. wanted to slander. Okay, all right. Look, I'll give it to you. They did win an award for common erica badu song fair but i'll also say i have been nothing but respectful of this movie i have no idea what you're talking about chris you texted me lots of mean shit your spirit because i saw you with your phone chris and i didn't want to say anything oh he didn't text me now Um, he texted me yesterday (laughs) or earlier no i saw him and i was like i said chris is over there stirring up shit so Mm. I was like, oh. I know, and I can, I can, I can feel a slanderous spirit. Is what oh I'm wait, Chris, like, I, yeah, I, Chris just I, texted me that we have to address what's going on in the Middle East. It's not appropriate, Chris. We shouldn't. I don't think that's what we don't need to be doing. I never that. said that. I never said that. <laughs> also, I will say, I will say, there was a don't. moment. I, there was a moment where uh, I think it was um, which we call it when like Kobe and uh, Sydney. Uh, Kelby. When, Ke- Kelby. When Kelby on, Boris uh, and Sydney were together, or maybe it was vice versa, it was something like that. Where I remember I was in the kitchen uh-huh. and I heard one of them be like, I love you. And I just yell out, She don't love him. And then I realized, like, oh, I just had a very auntie <laughs> moment in a very auntie movie. <laughs> You're growing up, baby. <laughs> I'm not gonna like, lie. in that I... moment in that moment I understood the appeal because it's very much a like I think this movie purposely makes Reese uh-huh. and Kelby so undesirable in the sense where they don't really bring anything to the table that, ain't that no, it, there's yeah. no opposition for rooting for Dre and Sydney to be together. No, I'm going to go ahead and say that Reese and Kelby bring lots to the table, which is why it makes the movie interesting. I think that we do see cracks in each of them 
but that's like you know kelby not reading her articles that's tough like mm-hmm. and obviously he should have just been honest about it been like look i'm gonna be honest i did not read your latest right but, you know i'll make it a priority and tell you how i feel about it because he starts off the whole thing by i'm just being honest that's like my whole deal i like to be honest i think he brings a lot to the table by showing that he can he can put care and effort into stuff when he's cooking in her kitchen and makes her taste the sauce. And she's like, wow, that was delicious. And she slaps his ass. I'm like, no, no, we see more okay. love between them than we I see. I don't mean they don't bring anything where they're bad people. Or anything no, no. Like that. I know what you're saying. I, just I know mean, what you're inter- saying. There's no like striking chemistry between Dre and uh, <clears throat> Reese and Reese. And no, uh, between Cindy them is. Yeah. And Kelby. Kel- where it's I like, disagree. I think that there was chemistry between Sydney and Kelby because we see it. We see some of it. We see it with her being like, you know, making the coffee and deciding to like sleep with him. It's like, let's go have sex. And they're like, yes, like that's like clearly there was a tension in the air. Obviously, the way that she was into him on that walk and him being like that was she she hit him with like some uh, like critiquing his game, like uh, his basketball, you know, like it, it like that's that's part of it there's some charm there like there is some chemistry between them you can't deny that and they are they show like yes kelby can provide something to like to sydney in the relationship what we don't see is what reese is doing there because of drake because drake gives her nothing drake gives her absolutely fuck all and reese is is bothering enough to like at least confront sid like why why doesn't he open up to me like he opens up to you? There's a frustration there because she wants in. There is a lot of care to this character, but we don't get to know the characters. In fact, the scene that I thought was pretty wild was him coming home and being like, I love you. I quit my job today. And her being like, you didn't think to talk to me about this kind of decision yeah, before? That was wild. Yeah, like, she's not wrong. And yeah, but he, he saw their apartment. Their apartment looked nice. I know that rent yeah. cost a lot. Oh, re- yeah. yeah. I mean, and the thing is, we find out later she's the one with stacks. It's not. It's not even like him bringing the money. Really, yeah. like she's the one keeping yeah. them afloat. And even when they're playing pool, she's like, you know, back then you couldn't afford it either. And he's like, ah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, like, and, and I thought that was a cute. He's right. an A so like, at a record label. They, yeah, they don't make I don't, money. I get they make money, but. Something about them was like she was pulling it together. She was like, like the the conversations that we saw between them were like, yeah, she's been floating him and they like each other and that's well and nice. But she's clearly trying to like knock down a wall that's there. And when he comes in and says, I quit my job, she's like, we have to have a conversation. And she shows that she knows him. You get impulsive. Like right. you should, we're a team. You need to come have a conversation with me. Yeah. And he goes, I need my wife, not my lawyer. And I thought that was crazy because this is a wife yeah. conversation. You're trying to get your wife into supporting you into leaving your yeah. job. She's like, you've already been like, are you like, I don't need you being a deadbeat. Like I need you to be present. You left a job. Like where's this, you know, you're going to need the stability. Yeah. You want to start a label also, the woman I've been worried about knew about the label and funded it yeah, before right. I knew anything. Yeah. Obviously, I feel out of yeah. it. I feel for Reese in this movie, but I don't see what Dre brings to the table for Reese. What's the fun there for Reese? And why is she trying to it's make all, it work with him later? It's all on paper. 
That's it. It's all on. It's all on there. They were young, upwardly mm-hmm. black, mm-hmm. you know, couple in the and that's why early two thousands in New York. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's a hey, you know, like because on paper it all mm-hmm. looks good. He's an exec. But, She's but an then attorney. he shows he shows Sydney all the things that Reese could ever want. Like he reads her articles, yeah. quotes her own words to yeah. her, tells her he's excited yeah. for her book, a topic that they haven't touched on since she told him at the beginning of the movie. There's a lot of really because. romantic energy there. And I liked yeah. I liked that. I think I think I liked the story or the bits that I remember of the movie a lot more than I liked the movie. I feel like this movie could have been a solid 25 minutes shorter without some of these cuts. And maybe, you know what, a little bit more Queen Latifah and most deaf. I wanted to see more of them something. And you know what? Um, what was I going to say? Um, uh, I lost my train of thought, but I knew it was probably because one of you had something, put some slanderous energy into the air. And I picked well, up Chris, on it. Chris from said that she you... didn't, nobody brought anything. There was no chemistry. Was it that? I think oh, that's the one oh, negative no, thing. wait, what, what was my, um, no, I was about to was say something, something about popping about... pussy, Chris. Do you it's remember about... saying that? No, my God, <laughs> no. I'm the one no. that said it now. Um, I'm the problem. You, you, but you because of we're fighting. <laughs> oh my God, no, I um, what was I gonna say about her as a character? Um, which her Reese no, or I, Sydney? I think Reese. Reese. I, I was gonna say, you know, like with. With Reese, I, I can appreciate this though that they did not make her like capital B I T C H bitch. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. Like she wasn't yeah. like that person. Like it was like you can. There are the moments where you're like, well, yeah, this is kind of fucked up. I kind of feel for her. Like mm-hmm. you marry a guy and then he, you know, has this friend and you know mm-hmm. what? Let me just let me. And now I'm just gonna tell about my own life. Um, many many years ago, many. Mm-hmm. Many many years ago, like I, I dated a guy who his best friend was a girl, mm-hmm. and it was kind of that dynamic too, where you're like, "Hey, this person is not privy to whatever is happening over here," and mm-hmm. you're being intentionally kind of weird about it, but on the surface, being like, "Well, that's my best friend," you know. Yeah. And then, and then, how about how I found out like months later. He was just like, oh, yeah, I smashed once because we were just trying to see is there something there? And I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I figured as much. Weird out. Like, that, you, could, you know what I mean? Wasn't that yeah. in the movie where she, Sydney even says, like, they tried it and it didn't work or something? No. She said that he 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 brought up the idea of it. And then she was like, no, it's no. not going to work. Like, mm-hmm. when he just mentioned it, but nothing ever, nothing ever happened. Uh, but I'm saying so from a from a from a yeah, so from the standpoint of Reese, it's like I do like that she wasn't like this person where you'd be like, Of course he should hate her. You're just like, Well damn, I do feel you know, like she yeah. married this guy and she's kind of on the outskirts. Like this sucks, <laughs> you I, know, it, for her. Honestly, so. the and boxing scene too- is the one I keep coming to that I like I a was, lot. I was just about to say where when it got to that boxing scene, she even handled it in a way where it it was like she wasn't even trying to hurt Sydney. No. It was yeah. just like you can yeah. clearly tell she was frustrated because mm-hmm. no matter what, she wasn't getting 
like she got a like a better version of Dre than than like her yeah. wife was getting. Ooh. Uh, Ooh, so yeah, it wasn't even spicy. like it wasn't even like a yeah. oh I'm mad at you and I'm gonna use this boxing class as an excuse to like take it hurt out you. Me. It was just more yeah. of like frustration of like why won't Dre be open with me the way he is with you? Right, and that's very real frustration. I'll say okay. Another thing about that scene that I just remembered, she said something like, yeah, Dre quit his job and started his own label. So now I have more free time. I'm like, how does that correlate? That, yeah, that, didn't add up. that I was confused what, by. What part of that? Where's the math on that? I don't know. what. She probably uh, was like, he quit his job. So guess what? I got time to do be in the streets. OK, that's what she meant. She, mm-hmm. I think I think it was very much like, oh, mm-hmm. Because also, you know, at this point, if he's pretty much running his own label, mm-hmm. he's probably gone all True. the time. True. And she's like, oh, you gone. Guess what I'm going to do when I get to the gym? Yeah. Hmm? They had- I'm going to open up my... Mm-hmm. my- mm-hmm. You going to pop gonna, it? I don't know if I want to do it. I was trying to make a... I was trying to make a purse boxing reference, but then I didn't know oh, where I was I going see. with it, so I quit. But... Um, <laughs> she opened up she opened up her soul mm-hmm. Wink. i do okay. think that it feels like reese was trying a lot more like there are scenes of her sleeping on the couch waiting up for him like i feel for reese in this movie you know what i'm coming around on this movie a lot more well i but then i'm gonna watch it again and be like this is the slowest ass this movie's stakes are like a log ride where like you think it's gonna be like crazy but then it's just like yeah, you're just on slow water. You know what I mean? It's like it's a slow-paced journey. I didn't expect, you know, I, like I said, all I all I expected. Now, what I is, I wish there were more sex scenes between um, Sid and Dre. I did. Oh, the, the a... sex scenes in when Tay Diggs makes yeah. out with people are such late nineties. Like, yeah, I need I, I needed more. Okay. I need like it. it was just so like I don't know I don't know how to describe it, but I just feel like an old Mia. <laughs> I'm so listen. Mia's watching this movie like I need back shots. Like I got. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> well, I mean, I get it. everyone in this movie is sexy, so it's just like, how do you yeah. have all of these sexy people and not one of your multiple sex scenes are sexy? You know yeah, who is like sexy is is Ren <laughs> from Ren and Ten. <laughs> right. No, nah, yeah, I was a little they, horned yeah. up. I was a little horned up from the hip hop okay. Dalmatians. All right, bro. You, you please. Did it make you pop down. your? Uh huh. Uh-huh. I don't want to say the word. I don't even. We'll want say, to say we'll, we'll go with you the original clean. version of that phrase. Pop that thing. Shout out to the Isley brothers. Pop, pop that thing. Um. Yeah. God damn. But I. Yeah. But 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 I mean my own. My overall, you know, thing for the movie is like, like I said, yeah, are there a couple of moments where, yes, as a person who loves the movie, were there a couple of moments where I was like, ugh, ridiculous. But then in general, I was like, that's not what I came for. That's not what I came for. Mm -hmm. Also, can I tell you this? When I told Ransom that I was coming on Uh the podcast today, he was like, um, he's like, oh, what are you, what are you going to be talking about? And then, um, and I said, oh, we're going to discuss rom-coms. And then he's like, now, are they open to discussing like black 
rom coms and I said, <laughs> I said yeah. And he goes, okay, this is the real dick. slander. That's real slander. <laughs> no, Nothing no, else no. was slanderous on this podcast. I'm going to be honest. Then. I think it's a fair question for me when somebody doesn't know who I am. Like, I like I got excited no, he, when I saw Talib Kweli on the screen. Uh, that's that's where I'm coming from. You know what I mean? No, he no he he, he definitely wasn't saying it. He was just like he was like it ain't like it ain't like they cool like they open to you know when I told him who you know who it was with and then he was like and, and I said yeah we're gonna discuss brown sugar. He was like that's actually what I was about to suggest. Like that's at the top of my list. <laughs> <laughs> I said yeah. I said that's I said that's what we're yeah. He was like that's that's the one I was gonna. He was like, oh, that's so cool. So I, that's very, but I was like, no, I said, that's what we're, we're discussing brown sugar. Yeah. I so. will say this movie. Cause like the fact, like you brought this up earlier, how a lot of these actors are basically in every other black romantic <clears throat> film mm-hmm. from that from era. That time period. Uh, yeah. It made me realize like, oh shit. I think out of all of those, I've really only seen the wood. And like oh. everything else I have, like, I never oh, saw, Oh my God. I never saw best man. I never saw oh. Love and Basketball. I never saw, um, let's see, what else? What else is one? Um, uh, oh. I'm forgetting, but when looking at Tay Diggs' this is a, filmography, this is I forgot out. that he was in the movie Rent. But uh, yeah, true. <laughs> I like just, I, I'm realizing basically in, in, until watching Brown Sugar, I'm realizing that like, oh, the wood is really out of that area. The only, only one that I really saw. Yeah, and I think I want to say was I used was to stick to just in that comedies. as a prison. No, no, he wasn't that as a um no, he wasn't in that one as a um present day um character. But um yeah, the best man. Um what was it? I'm I'm actually going back to look at the the history of it now. Um but yeah, you know, there was the best man, the best man holiday, which was the sequel. And then, you know, there was a limited series on Peacock where we catch up with them in the present day. And it was just really cute to be like, oh, like all the characters are back. And I think maybe it was an eight episode series, but it was really like really cool to be like, oh, wow, we get to go back and live in this live in this world for a little while. But like I remember like going to the movies to see the best man and. And I remember going to the movies to see, you know, Love and Basketball. And mm. like I said, out of out of all of those, I was like, yeah, I loved The Best Man and and um and and this Brown Sugar. But yeah, you but like there's a in in The Best Man, Sanaa Lathan and Tay Diggs are a couple in that movie. <laughs> and yes. it's a whole different dynamic of their relationship in that movie. Yeah. Also, like shout out to the best man, the debut of Regina Hall. Oh, for real? Who is, mm-hmm. I mean, she was, I mean, yeah, she was. Hold on a second. Amazing. Like, yeah. Regina Hall. <clears throat> I'm making sure because there is Regina. Well, Hall, her wait. film, her film debut. Right. Yeah. But I'm just making sure she that did. I'm picturing the right person because there's Regina Hall and then there's another. Are you thinking about Regina King? That's it. Regina King is who I was thinking of. Because I wanted to be like, Regina Hall is fucking hilarious in Scary Movie and arguably makes that franchise for me. And I just didn't want to be like, it's actually, you're thinking of Regina King? You dipshit? You fucking... <laughs> no, it's Regina. Yeah, yeah Regina yeah. Hall. Yeah, she, yeah, she's done a... um. 
And she's been in a couple, I think she was in, what was it? Um, Rom-com, another one. Uh, I think she did Think Like a Man with Kevin Hart. I think she Probably. was in, in she that. She was in Death at yeah. a Funeral, that much I know. Yes, Think Like a Man 2 is what I'm seeing here. So okay. Probably. Okay. She was in Love and Basketball. Malibu's oh, yeah, most that's wanted. She played Sanaa yeah, Lathan's sister. Yeah. Yeah, Lena Wright. Yeah. That's the character. She was in yeah, Death that's... at a Funeral. Think Like a Man. There it is. Think Like a Man 2. Barbershop, The Next Cut. Girl Strip. She's just so funny. She was in... Okay, She's very funny. I'm forgetting the name, but she plays... Oh, my God. She plays the wife of a pastor who had like a... Um, it was it was like yeah. a monkey uh, a, a monkey paw production movie, the the with uh, Sterling, Sterling with Sterling um Cahill uh was that Sterling K Brown Sterling K Brown yes Daniel yes. Kaluuya produced it it was um Hawk for yeah. Jesus Hawk for Jesus there it is Hawk for Jesus save huh? your soul wow. yeah I've yeah, never yeah. heard of this movie that movie was oh, it's wild it's kind of crazy yeah I, I haven't like. The the trailers, I was like, oh, I gotta watch it, and I've I know people that have watched it. They were like, no, 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 you just gotta watch it. <laughs> like they were like, you, yeah, you gotta I, watch the movie. Like it's yeah. it's 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 kind of wild, yeah. Um, it's pretty it's nice. um, yeah, it's like a mega past mega church pastor and um, oh. a scandal and Ooh. yeah. Oh, I gotta yeah. watch this movie. It was bone chilling too. It was just one of those movies that like. I watched it on a plane and I was like, Jesus Christ, I need a second. I got to watch it. Yeah, I was. Good. I got to watch it. Yeah, I will say, um, OK, before we get to our roses and thorns here at the end, I will say that when I saw uh, Nicole Parker on screen uh, as the uh, as Reese, my first thought was, oh, she's from. Welcome home, Roscoe Jenkins. And <laughs> and that's a movie that I had not thought about in many years. And I would watch so often. That movie, there was a time. Okay, get this. There was a time. Yes. Yeah, oh, what statute of limitations are up on this, you dicks. But like we had illegal satellite shit at my uh, friend's house and at our house. And we had like the free movie channels. And uh, Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins was on a lot. And I would watch the shit of that movie. And I remember being like, holy shit. Okay, first of all, Martin Lawrence. Then you got James Earl Jones. And uh, I think Monique is in it, too. And Michael yeah. Clark Duncan is his brother. And uh, Mike, Mike Epps. And Louis the Entertainer. I didn't remember Louis being in this movie. But I remember thinking... Uh, that his love interest is just absolutely gorgeous. And of course, it had to be Nicole Parker, who's just like, Jesus Christ. Uh, anyway, first thought I had when starting this movie basically was, oh, I should watch Welcome Home, Roscoe Jenkins again. <laughs> so I thought that'd that be a fun so little tough. note to end the conversation about the movie itself on. <sighs> Before moving yes. on to our Roses and Thorns segment, Hilarious. Chris Mejia, would you like to kick us off for Roses and Thorns? I have nothing but roses for this movie. I don't know why there's been this narrative you that's are, been built that I'm bitch. doing nothing but slandering it. Chris, you are uh, Chris. No, no. Go on with your whatever. Uh -huh. We're here now. We're here. Uh -huh. 
I I I do. Uh, oh, so first and foremost, Rose goes to Queen Latifah. I do uh-huh. agree. Her character should have been in the movie more. So um, much more. I I thought she I thought she was a very underutilized, funny, Entirely. best friend character. Like the trope of like the funny, witty best friend character. Um, I felt like they could have used it more because it was like, for example, though, in the whole wedding scene when they're clearly <laughs> having oh, a, that was insane. A whispering, uh, like, yeah. girl, you yeah. did what? In yeah. in the ceremony where everyone yeah. could really hear yeah. what was happening. Uh, like I thought yeah. the movie's gonna have more of that. Uh and so uh Queen Latifah was great. Rose Butter. goes to like just right off the bat, starting with so many hip hop legends talking about hip hop just as a huge hip hop nerd. It was just really cool to see. And just also just the fact of like the movie is surrounded by double xl which is just such a prolific magazine for hip-hop and in hot 97 <clears throat> such a prolific radio station for hot 97 mm-hmm. so it's just also like it was also really cool of just how much i mean yes i would say a thorn is how it goes like it really felt like hip-hop was in the forefront in the beginning and then it transitions to be being more of a cameo mm. towards the end of the movie mm-hmm. um and for me, I understand that was the metaphor and all of that. I guess since it started so strong, featuring so many different hip hop mm-hmm. uh, legends and pe- like important figures, where I was just, I, I, and this is my fault as well. I thought, okay, this is what the whole movie is going to be like. And I like, feel like it's fair to have that assumption when they went that hard on it early on. I, I feel like that's not unfair. But you, were, that, you were hoping for a cipher in the park at the end. <laughs> Listen, yeah. I'm just saying it would have been. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then lastly, I will say, uh, like with Dre and Sydney, like it was one of those where like at least it was right off the bat. You knew they had chemistry and it was just a matter of will y'all just fucking wake up and finally be together. Whereas I feel like a lot of rom-coms they rely on this they hate each other for so long and then they find like it was nice where like you could tell they knew they loved each other oh it was just it was just like yeah sydney Uh was like nope we can't and then finally allows herself to accept her love for dre like it was like the fact that literally everyone else in the movie saw their love except for them uh which even then i feel like dre saw the love and it was just sydney who um well she's focused yeah so career focused and all that but um (laughs) but at the end of the day uh i i do like that they gave us a relationship right off the bat like Mm -hmm. it wasn't like oh we have to wait for them to stop hating each other it was like right off the bat where it was like yeah there's so many reasons why they should just be together um (laughs) the thorns is the pacing of the movie but but i will say I will say I don't not I do not think that's unique to this movie. I think a lot of yeah. movies that are late 90s. So like every other rom-com that we've watched has also struggled with pacing and I think this is just a symptom of being made and released during that time. Uh so it's not yeah. specific to Brown Sugar. Um and I think that's it. I think that's it for me. All right. Mia, how do you feel? You want to go for a Rose and Thorn? You know what? I, I first of all, I would um, I would 
I would. Um, Rose is um, the song, Brown Sugar, parentheses, fine. Mm -hmm. So I love that song so much. I love the song that it's sampled, okay. which I recommend everybody go listen to, um, called The Invitation. Mm. Okay. That is the, when you hear the song, that I mean, I'm like, oh, chef's kiss. Okay. But that, that's always yeah. been my, my, my role. Uh, my other roles, I mean, it's just the chemistry, you know, with Sanaa Lathan and um, Tay Diggs in this movie. It's just, it's, it's just, I love it. Mm -hmm. It's, I love, but I, but I love that they have this connection over this, this thing. Mm. Hip hop. I don't want people to know that I was, I did a dramatic thing there. Yeah. Um, and you know, my thorns, um, um, it's jumping into that cab. Like get into the cab, like you go outside, and that's the rapper you want to sign. Just happens to be, you want me to believe that he was the dry. Like I, <laughs> that, I, that causes me a lot of stress. Um, and um, you know what? This is another thorn. Even though I know we've been giving Reese a lot of props, she did not tell Sydney that it was a Tiffany themed shower for the gifts. Is Sydney the only person with a damn pink ass box? Oh yeah, and everybody I else. I mean, did they? Hmm. Was it a Tiffany themed yeah. thing, or was it just that she's got hoity-toity friends? No, it was Tiffany themed. All those because she was like, "Thank you, you guys." So she, uh -huh. she purposely, she purposely tried to um, make sure that Sydney was set apart. Hmm? Okay, okay. So that's that's some bad Reese behavior. My other thorn, you know what? I got to give this to myself for my attitude when I came on today. I was, <laughs> I was, I was, I was inflexible and um, ready, you know ready to fight. In your defense, you know you were fight. backed up against the wall. Okay, this it was your I was, I, was movie. I did text you before the show saying we were gonna make fun of you a lot tonight. And, then, <laughs> and, I, and I and I wrote and I wrote him back and said boo. So I was on edge very early. <laughs> and, and so I and so I, I did I did come in inflexible, but it turns out uh -huh. that you all had some very insightful things to say that made me look at the movie and go, you know what, I actually agree with that. And I'm really surprised coming from a man who one has said pop that thing multiple times uh -huh. today. Um <laughs> and then coming and coming off and coming off your aggressive inbox message. My, my I thought you me, just had yeah. it, it was it was aggressive, Mike. And I was like, I don't <laughs> I was like so I I came in ready to be like, I'm gonna have to show their asses uh -huh. that they are that they are wrong. But it but it turns out we actually seem to be on the same yeah, page see, about a lot look, of things. And so you you have you guys have I'm I don't have an attitude anymore. <laughs> look, at look at us. Look at us. Look at us. Cherish the friendships. Yeah. Uh my yeah. roses and thorns are first of all, I want to give a big rose to my selective memory because immediately <laughs> when this movie was done, I was like, Oh man, that was that was so long and it felt uneventful and quite boring. And then talking about it, I got fired up about the dynamics of the relationships. <laughs> and I didn't expect that. I really didn't. I didn't realize I'd absorbed much of that. So I'm glad the movie was effective in that way. 
I th- I still stand by the fact that it should have been probably much shorter. Um, I do think that a lot of the comedic beats could have been a little bit harder and there could have been like, you know, be- like hit the calm and rom-com a little stronger. You know what I mean? This was very, you know, uh, drama heavy rom-com. Uh, and I didn't expect that. But I will say I appreciated the relationships and dynamics. So the Rose goes to how I, you know, our conversation about it, I'll say, is a big rose for me. I got a handful of thorns, but you heard them all before. You know, it's like the uh, <laughs> just so many of them. The well, a thorn for me uh, in the pool party thing. Didn't realize uh, that might have been at play. Um <laughs> Uh, a thorn. <laughs> you heard it here first. Uh, Mike Rose is not an ally for the black community. <laughs> I think this might be the first time I edit something out of the episode. I'm going to cut you saying that shit. <laughs> uh, but uh, I'll say a thorn, a real deal thorn for me will be. Um, the feedback thing at the end of the movie there should have been so much feedback and that could have been <laughs> such a funny moment that could have been such a funny moment too uh and a thorn once more for queen latifah being so seldomly featured i think ah oh man anytime queen latifah is on a screen i want her on it for much longer so that's just like a queen latifah problem like anything she's in for way too little it's mm-hmm. it's so much less than i want you know what i mean like even movies she stars in i'm like you should have given her more, you know. Um, so I think that's that's a me thing, or I'm not alone. There's no way. Uh, and a thorn for um the middle name Romulus. Um, that <laughs> shit was crazy. <laughs> Fucking Latin ass. <laughs> Fucking Harry Potter werewolf ass teacher ass. Fucking who what, was called Romulus Rome? in the movie? Dre's middle, Dre's name. middle name. Oh yeah, yeah. Dre Andre Romulus, Romulus Ellis. Yes, yes. Yeah. So that'll Romulus. do it. I think that I think that covers Brown Sugar pretty well. Uh, all in all, I think a new feature of this rom com format would be a "Do you recommend it?" section. I'm gonna go mm. ahead and say, honest. We're not doing a scale of one to ten. We just go yes or no. Do you recommend it? You can give <clears throat> caveats if you want to. I say, yeah, I recommend it, but I wouldn't shame you if you had your phone out and you were playing a game while you watched it. Uh, I'm going to say I would also recommend under the same stimulations of like have it on in the background. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it's I would recommend that especially your energy. If, <laughs> if your auntie is coming to visit, put on brown sugar. Oh, my God. And get hype with her. <laughs> <laughs> And Mia, uh, you brought this to the show, so I feel like I know what you were gonna say. I, I, you know, of course, I, I recommend it because what did I say? I said it's like it's comfort food. Yeah, just to and it get does under a blanket. It does. I see like, that oh, no. now. I see. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I see happen. that now. It's yeah. just one of those where you're like, oh shit, you know what? I'm I'm kind of sick. Let me eat mm. some soup. I'm gonna get my blanket. I'm gonna sit on the couch. <laughs> Oh, it, oh, it's one of those movies. It's a Saturday afternoon movie of like, yeah, you're chilling. At, you Sunday woke up, afternoon? you got some or Sunday yeah. where you're just like you yeah. wake up, you got some coffee you're, and you're like playing, going through the channels and you see mm-hmm. uh, I was going to say like it's on USA, but I feel like USA yeah. wouldn't play what? this movie. So let's Who's be real. It's T- it would be T- 
TBS. It would be a TBS. It'd be TBS, BET, one of those, uh, the Oprah channel. And you're just like, oh, shit, brown sugar's on. And then you put it on. Like, it's one of those where it's like, don't like, don't spend Thursday night watching it. Spend it like, oh, yo, I got an afternoon. Let me, let me. Yeah. Oh, this shit. Oh, it's on. Yeah. It came on. Yeah. You're you're, you're, you're on the, you're on the road. It comes on when you're in the hotel mm-hmm. during hey, the day. And you're like, all right, cool. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll chill with this for sure. Yeah. Mia Jackson at Mia Comedy on social media. Where can people, what What do you want people to check out? Are you on the road anytime soon? I know you've been out and about lately. <laughs> I have been. I, uh, you know what, at the uh, end of October, when does this come out? Tomorrow. I'm editing it and putting it up right away. Oh well, um, yeah, October twenty eighth, I will be in Plano, Texas, at the Plano Comedy Festival. Beautiful. So, um, I'll be in the in the streets. Get your tickets bow, to bow, the bow, Plano bow. Comedy Festival. Here we go. Chris Mejia. Uh, your boy, come see him headline the Hereafter here in Seattle, the Crocodiles Comedy Club, on October twenty sixth. Come through. Tickets are selling. Um, and you can follow me online at Chris Mejia Comedy on Instagram, where a bunch of Andrew Tate fans are just Yo, shitting themselves. Uh, I'm still fighting and some of those pieces of shit. I honestly, bro, I, I, <laughs> I literally had to fight every urge to not say incredibly vile things to the oh, people yeah, who yeah, were yeah. replying. The real to things you. I want to say would get me banned from the account. Um, uh, but I'm like, for my piece, you just you can't argue with crazy. So I just no. I just haven't replied to any of them. But follow me at Chris Mia Comedy on Instagram and TikTok at Toe From Here on Twitter and Twitch. Um, also follow We Didn't Get a Rose podcast on all social platforms at We um, Didn't Get a Rose. We uh, I might live tweet Golden Batch or whatever, uh, but uh, kind of doing it on my own leisure. Um, and then Mikey, sweetie, baby, honey, my lover, where can people follow you? <laughs> you can find me at Mike Carroza, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A. You can catch me at the Comedy Nest here in Montreal Friday night, uh, opening for Caleb Signing. Uh, you can catch me. I know Caleb's coming to town. You can also catch me in Vancouver um, Tuesday, I want to say the 23rd. Or whichever one, a 24. Either way, I'm doing full pint comedy in Vancouver before heading out to Gainesville, Florida for Fest. So catch me at Fest October 26th to the 29th. And then I'm back in Montreal. Get dates here. Uh, those aren't important yet. It's it's uh, November's still a while away. So come check me out those dates. Uh, make sure to follow me online. If you like my Magic the Gathering content, please check out my column, Am I the Bullis at CommandersHerald.com. Keep your eyes open for something new coming within that space that I'm not allowed to announce just yet, but we have been working on. So if you follow me at all in the Magic Sphere, there's cool stuff coming. And, of course, now we're going to go out to the Ren and 10 Dalmatian Boys single. The hoe is mine. No. I know I got your ass and that was great.
<laughs> I really, I really thought you were gonna play it. <laughs> I did too. Yeah, that was yeah, uh, yeah. 